Welcome to Rekindled Faith with Melanie Bierda. Whether you've been wrestling with questions, facing doubt, or simply just uninspired, let's dive into what it means to be authentic followers of Christ. What are the signs of spiritual burnout? Well, you can label yourself as a burnt out Christian if you are kind of feeling done with Christianity. Maybe you're lacking motivation. Maybe you are fixating on negative, on the negative, going to church and trying to figure out what everybody else is doing wrong and how they're all failing to show up and trying to justify and encourage yourself to see all the negative things so that you can justify the fact that you just want to walk away because you don't want to be anything like them. I've been there. I've done that. Being a burnt out Christian, I think a lot of us go through seasons of just expecting God to show up as a genie in our lives. Give me this and then I'll believe you. We set conditions on God. We have this expectation that when we become Christians or as we grow up as Christians, There's an expectation that life is supposed to be easier in the Christian walk. The reality is Christianity wrecks your life. It goes against everything that our flesh expects from us. Every desire, every every perception, everything is completely wrecked in Christianity. We don't get to go with the flow in this you-do-you culture. We don't get to just do whatever we want. We don't get to live aimlessly and carefree and wild. We don't get to do those things. But it's not like we don't get to do those things because God wants us to suffer. It's the opposite. If you think about the feelings of jealousy, of anger, rage, of feeling insecure, all of those feelings are birthed in our in our skin, in our flesh. God has set before us the opportunity to live a spiritual life, the opportunity to be protected by the fact that we don't engage in the things that this world engages in. But that's not something that just magically appears. God isn't just, okay, well, you're saved. Now move along in the freedom and happiness of the spirit. No, it's not always easy. Sanctification is like the refining fire that the diamond goes into. You think that's easy? Being burned in a fire? No, it's not. And that's like sanctification is the process of setting ourselves right before God. I've often talked to people that have like recently come to faith or just been struggling in their relationship with God and they have this expectation like I'm supposed to It's supposed to be easier. I'm supposed to have freedom. Why can't I have freedom? Why do I still struggle with sin? And the way that I see it is we have to learn how to be more righteous. We need to learn the ways of God. We need to learn how to say no to ourselves, no to our sin, no to our flesh, and yes to the spirit, yes to God. We have to learn that just like you would teach a a child how to ride a bike. They're not just going to hop on a bike and know exactly how to balance and pedal at the same time. It's a process of learning. You have to show them how to do it. They have to receive your instruction. Otherwise, the bike's not going anywhere and there's tears and crying and mess and frustration and irritability. 
It's the same thing with our spiritual lives. We have to choose to learn from the Spirit, to learn from God, and to remain open and willing to receive instruction, to receive His Word, to receive His Spirit. We have to remain willing. And part of that is the fact that we have to lay our lives down and ask for His will to be done in our lives today. Not just, not just yesterday when we said yes to Jesus, not just six months ago or 10 years ago. No, it's not just a one-time thing. It is a daily pursuit of choosing Christ. And I think a lot of times we will get the feelings of burnout when things aren't measuring up to the expectations that we have set. God is not a genie. The Bible is not a magic book. God is not here to grant us our wishes. Melanie doesn't get to ask God for a Jeep to show up in my driveway and expect that it's going to be there in the morning when I wake up. That's not how that works. God is not a genie. He is not here to serve us. We are here to serve him. So how in your life today are you serving, actively serving God? How are you lying yourself down and choosing to take up your cross? In what ways are you sacrificing your life in order to make God known? It is easier said than done. And I think that's where we also struggle with burnout. Because it's easy to go to church and have the, the message resonate with us. And then it's really easy to walk out of the doors of the church and forget everything that was said. That's where we have to make the conscious decision to actively pursue our relationship with God. When we do not actively pursue our relationship with God, when we do not put the effort in, then we can't expect to reap any reward. The Bible has a lot of stories about farmers going into fields and working the land. And you know, if, if the seed falls on good soil, if the work is put in, if the farmer does the job, they grow. The harvest comes and they have plenty. But if we just aimlessly throw things all over the place and let the weeds come up around, our, our harvest will not be good. So if you're feeling burnt out, maybe the Christian jargon is really annoying. I, I had that. Oh my goodness. People talk about Jesus and salvation and all the things and I'd be like, come on, stop it. You're annoying me. So if you feel like that, don't worry. I got you. Been there done that. And yeah, it can be a little bit uncomfortable, but hopefully I can share what I've been learning in a way that doesn't make you cringe. So some other ways that you may find that you are spiritually burnt out is maybe you're super cynical towards other people, towards the church. I find that quite often we just want to like convince ourselves that something's wrong with church or something's wrong with Christians. And I, I learned this a couple years ago. The human brain automatically looks for negativity. It's a protection mechanism. Um, so like if you think about back in the day when people would just run around and possibly be eaten by a bear, uh, the brain always stays alert to something that may cause harm. So when we come into life and our relationships, it's not like our brain has changed at all from back then. Brains are still the same. So we look around and try to be alert for any risk that may be associated to harm for us. We have to retrain our brain. I mean, lions are not just running out of the bushes and eating us. 
anymore that I know of. I mean, I don't live where lions live, so maybe I'm totally wrong and you can correct me. But my point is that we have to intentionally retrain our brain to look for good, positive things. That's why people do gratitude lists. Every morning, do a gratitude list. Or if you have low self-esteem, every morning, pick five things that you like about yourself. We have to retrain our brain to look for the positive, look for the good, and receive it. So if you're struggling with negativity towards people in the church, or if you're struggling with negativity towards yourself, or if you're struggling with negativity towards God, you have to make the effort to retrain your brain to look for the positive. Start with the gratitude list. It works. And do that for like a month. Okay, so if you are burnt out, you probably are less likely to be able to feel the highs and lows. Like even when things are good, you're kind of like, meh. And when things are bad, you're just depressed and sad and hopeless. But you might just be putting on your game face and trying to like pretend that everything's okay. Maybe you're like lacking motivation or you're just feeling tired all the time and not really wanting to put the work in because you're just down. Like what's the point anyway? And ultimately, are we happy when we're in spiritual burnout? I don't think so. I've never experienced happiness in my lack of love for life. So if you're struggling in your relationship with God at this point, if you consider yourself a burnt out Christian and you're kind of done, what are some ways that you can reignite that flame? Uh, The first and the hardest thing is to lay down your expectations. Why you have expectations on God to show up a certain way or do things a certain way? Are you making yourself out to be God? Are you trying to micromanage how he shows up and what he does and what he says and how it goes? Are you trying to micromanage other people in your life to show up the way that you think that they should? Reevaluate what your expectations are for God, for your relationship with God, and for your Christianity, for your identity as a Christian. Reevaluate it and write it out. Take a piece of paper after this podcast is done and write out what your expectations are for your relationship with God. Learn what you can from the people that have gone before you in faith. If you encounter somebody that you think is a poor representation of Christ or not living an authentic relationship with God, uh, you can still learn from those people. You can learn what you don't want to be like or what you don't want to do. Or if a situation happens at church and you feel like you've been, I don't know, shorthanded in a way or you've been offended by somebody, you don't have to do that to other people. If anything, learn what not to do from the people that have hurt you. And don't allow it to rent space in your head and wreck your, wreck your own relationship with God. Do not allow people to drag you out of the church. People dra- dragged me out of the church. I left because I didn't like the Christians, because I didn't like how they made me feel, because I had this perception that they were supposed to do something different, because I, 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 I left the church because of me because of my perception and my unrealistic expectations that I placed on God and others. If you're lacking motivation, I encourage you, stop overthinking it. Stop overthinking what your Bible time is supposed to be like. Start reading your Bible every morning. Read a little bit of your Bible. Start journaling about it. What stood out to you? What do you not agree with? What do you agree with? How's your heart in it? How can you apply it to your life? Maybe at night, even write in in your journal. How did it go? Did you remember to apply it or did you forget? Because sometimes we forget. 
Most of the time we forget. Remember that complacency? Yeah, that can really settle in. Just like when we leave the church and walk away from the sermon, we can still forget all about what we read in the morning in our Bible. Be encouraged. Start a gratitude list. Be intentional. Seek relationship with Jesus. And keep coming back.